0: So Glurp, have you seen tonight's fighter Skeletaris yet? I heard he's over seven feet tall. Barely fits through an airlock, and it's got a wicked mean tail covered in plates of bone. In fact, it's entire body is bone. If it has skin or muscles, you can't see them. Maybe they are camouflaged or invisible or something. Wouldn't be the first time, eh? And its face is damn creepy, jagged eye sockets, no visible eyes at all—the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Remember that slimoid fighter, Rada? Came through a couple of years back. I like to think of myself as an enlightened citizen of the galaxy, but I had night terrors for days after Rada took out the cosmonaut in the battle for the star system 12, using that face hugger submission hold. But I tell you. I'd rather give that sticky-faced scrapper a big wet kiss than get my face anywhere near that dry-eyed skull-faced bone-rotten skinless creature from- wait, what are you pointing at? Behind me?
1: Uh,
0: Skeletaurus, um, uh, hey, welcome to the Galactic Battle Championship. We were just talking about an article from your opponent, Ed from Bakersfield, where he stated that not only would he defeat you in tonight's battle, but he could do so with one arm tied behind his back. Do you have a response?
2: Give me that microphone, Greeton! Okay. Shut your prattling before you insult me, Father! I was born in the deserts of the great planet of R, and from that very moment, I was fighting to survive. I killed my first prey before the sun set on the day of my birth. Now I am long grown and I fight for the pleasure of tearing the limbs from my opponents. The light shall dwindle from their eyes as I crush the air out of their bodies. And I laugh (laughs) at the pitiful weakness. Why do I bother fighting such pathetic wretches that are thrown in my path? Because I eat the pain of the weak and I feed on their misery. Tonight, I will feast on the puny human excuse of a fighter. Ed from Bakersfield, and I will dine on his broken bones, and maybe, for dessert, I shall taste the blood of ignorant announcers.
0: Shklerp, now, let's get out of here. Gentlemen, trigenders, monopods, cybernetic mechanisms, sentient swarms, and gentle souls who just haven't figured it all out. Welcome one and all to the tri-annual invitational tournament of the Galactic Battle Championship! My name is Maximilian Zebo here with my partner Glurp. <laughs> And we are live at the Renato Duque Stellar Way Station and X-Ray Research Repository, right smack in the middle of Pandora's Cluster. Remember, folks, visitors to the way station must wear virtual lead projectors at all times to protect from the intense X-Ray radiation from the gas that inhabits the sector. Tonight's match is number seven of the eight first-round matches of the tournament to determine the fighter that will take on the reigning champion, Galacticon. The Milky Way Galaxy veteran fist fighter, Ed from Bakersfield, takes on the bone horror from the Monkey Head Nebula, Skeletaurus. Glurp and I had a run-in with Skeletaurus just before the show, and let me tell you, you don't want to be on the receiving end of that brutal competitor's ill will. Yes, Glurp, I freely admit my careless words. Almost brought the final doom upon us and the show, but... I've been working with fighters for almost half my lifetime. The secret, stand your ground and never let them see you sweat. Oh, and you may take a beating now and then. But they leave with just an inkling of respect for you. And with quantum physics at our command, an inkling is plenty to work with. Before we move on to the usual call-outs, let's learn a little bit more about the flying fists of the West, Ed from Bakersfield.
3: Born in the shadow of the Breckenridge Mountains, in a forgotten corner of old Earth's soul system, came a man untethered by complexity, unburdened by ambiguity and unhindered by the chains of modern life. A pure, no-nonsense fighter, mean and clean. Smooth as silk, but serious as sin. He became known throughout the lands as the fiercest fists of the West. The man, the myth, the legend. Ed, from Bakersfield. When Ed was only nine years old, he was walking to his favorite fishing spot on the Kern River, when he stumbled upon a pack of rogue cyberwolves. Startled and angry, the cyberwolves quickly surrounded him. Ed paused, looked down at his fist, then locked eyes briefly with each cyberwolf and said,
0: Okay then.
3: Ed threw more punches that day than he had ever thrown in his life. When the last cyberwolf crumpled at his feet, He took another look down at his fist surprised and said, Huh. As Ed grew into a young man, he trained relentlessly. First in private and later with a local gym instructor who encouraged him to compete. Ed said,
0: I'll think about it.
3: One day after school, Ed came upon two big seniors picking on a smaller kid. Ed quickly intervened, placing himself between the kid and the bullies. The bullies laughed and proclaimed, oh ho, you gonna fight us now, eh? Ed shook his head and said, don't think that'd be fair to you. Ed refused to throw a single punch, but told the bullies that if he could knock him down, they could have anything they want, but if not, they must never lay a hand on anyone. The bullies rushed in, but Ed dodged, weaved, and maneuvered expertly, avoiding every attack until he tricked the attackers into charging into each other, knocking themselves out cold. Ed said, That'll be enough. But life wasn't all fairy tales for Ed as his mom grew ill. He was forced to join an illegal street fighting ring to make ends meet. Ed made quick work of the local talent, but lost his first match to a hard-nosed sand squid from Deneb-4's third moon. Ed said, Well, that's the first time I've lost. But the grizzled old squid overheard and replied, Then you are ready to learn. He told Ed his name was Scatterhands, and they soon became fast friends. Scatterhands introduced Ed to the Extrasolar Scrapper Trials, where he learned to fight all kinds of beings. Ed grew his skill tremendously and now has fought his way to the Invitational Tournament of the Galactic Battle Championship. When asked if he will win it all, Ed said, Guess we'll see.
0: (laughs) You said it, Glurp. We've got a legendary fighter, and hopefully we'll get a legendary fight. But before things get started, let's take some time to recognize a few VIPs in attendance. First, say hello to the Prime Minister of Messier 103 in Cassiopeia, here with an entire court of cosmic lions. I understand the Prime Minister consults each and every lion on the issues that face the Cassiopeia region. A leader well informed. Good job, sir. Also in attendance, the hard-working phalines from the Mintakan Bio Starship Farms. As you know, phalines float across the biofields caring for the Starship seedlings, making sure that they get plenty of sunlight and food so they grow into top-notch ultralight speed vessels. Thank you for your steadfast stewardship. Hey, who's hungry? Renato Dubke Stellar Way Snack Bar has loads of fantastic treats ready made and waiting for you to snap them up. They've got hyperplasma shells and cheese sprinkled with stardust. They've got fried slurry tentacles with Venusian ghost pepper sauce. So hot it can burn a hole in a sunspot. And hey, be sure to wash it down with chlorophyll cream shake or an iced Nova Blast available with cherry or lemon slice. Delicious. All right, right on cue, now entering the ring, the legendary fighter from the Breckenridge Mountains, the champion of the Terran Scrapper League, and known throughout the old Earth as the Flying Fists of the West, Ed from Bakersfield. Ed from Bakersfield casually walks in, a six-foot-tall human from Earth's solar system in the Milky Way galaxy. This guy is lean and ripped. He throws a few punches in the air as he jogs closer to the ring and the crowd gives him an appreciative response. Not the biggest welcome I've heard. I don't think they know what this kid can do. You aren't kidding. What was that? Oh no, now entering the ring by kicking down the south exit doors, the terror of the Telerian Tesseract League, the Bonebreaker, the Life-Taker, and the winner of the once-in-a-century Battle of Orion's Belt, Skeletorus, Exploding into the arena, the eight-foot-tall monstrosity, half-human, half-Velociraptor, and 100% trouble, stomps down the aisles toward the ring, barking at fans as he passes by. I don't think this scowling bruiser has ever sniffed a happy face, much less had one. Covered head to toe in bone plates and skin so rough and tough it might as well be bone as well, Skeletaris starts to roar and the crowd loses their minds. They love the big bruisers. Man, I am excited for this match. (whistles) The contestants are entering the ring very businesslike, no barking between the opponents. Wait, what's this? We've got an unscheduled entry from the crowd. Can you see who it is, Carter uh, That looks like. Who well, kidding? Listeners making their way to the announcers booth, legendary fighter, 27-time heavyweight champion of the Steel Star Federation, and the current owner of the Old Earth Fightatorium, Theseus Steel, and his companion, the Tri-Star Champion of the Nebula Battles, Oshana Dare! Thank you, thank you, for your most gracious welcome. I hope you don't mind if we join you for a match. Well, please do, please do. Fighters of your stature are always welcome at the Galactic Battle Championship.
1: We weren't even invited. Darling, please, there's no need to be so combative. Isn't that why you love me? It is. Of course it is. Be as mean and
0: combative as you like. But perhaps a short delay. I like to talk with Maximilian. Why not fight with the little
1: cyborg?
0: Excellent. Oh, now, Glurp, don't worry. I've known Theseus and O'Shana for years, and they could be here for only one thing unparalleled carnage in the ring that is only available from the Galactic Battle Championship. Too true. Too true. And speaking of ring carnage, our match is about to begin. Your referee for tonight is Phineas Glean, the multi-eyed god of judgment. The referee instructs the opponents, calls for the bell, and the fight is on! Skeletor leaps forward, claws out, swiping, hoping to end the match quickly, but Ed from Bakersfield sidesteps easily and backsteps to the opposite side of the hexagon ring. Skeletor turns and roars in anger. A strong attack, but ill-time.
1: Tarans were never very smart. Pea-sized brains, I believe.
0: I don't know about that. Skeletaris is vicious, but well-spoken. Ed from Bakersfield begins a little battle dance in place, excellent footwork of the old-style classic Boxers of Earth. Skeletaris moves in slowly this time, quick left jab and a powerful right cross to Ed from Bakersfield's head, which he barely dodges. If that would have landed, I can't see him surviving. This Ed from Bakersfield is very quick.
1: He's not quick like a cyber fox, more like a lava wolf.
0: You might be right. Ed from Bakersfield spins around and counters with a few quick jabs to Skeletars side, but to no effect. Skeletar looks unfazed. Skeletaris raises a fist high. Ed from Bakersfield ready to block, but oh! Skeletaris spins, and with a sweeping tail attack, knocking Ed from Bakersfield to the bat. He looks momentarily stunned, but quickly rolls towards the rope and slides out of the ring as Skeletars moves in for a finisher, but too late. Excellent strategy by Skeletorus. Feint attack on high, surprise attack from down low.
1: Maybe not so stupid as you thought, eh, osana. It still looks stupid.
0: Well, if looks could kill, we'd all be dead.
1: Yeah, maybe you would be.
0: Skeletaris gestures angrily at Ed from Bakersfield, practically demanding he return to the ring and Ed from Bakersfield does just that, sidestepping to the top steps and vaulting over the top ropes. Ed dashes forward and delivers a hard triple jab to the nose of Skeletaris so hard you can see the bone dust burst into the air. But Skeletaris counters with a thunderclap at Ed from Bakersfield's head and this time his dodge fails. The blow grazing the skin, and first blood is drawn.
1: Okay, now this fight is getting interesting. You always
0: loved battle to the blood, darling.
1: Especially when it's your blood.
0: All right, you two, get a room, would you? Skeletaris advances, throwing several wild punches at the freshly injured Ed from Bakersfield, but he manages to backpedal out of reach. He looks shaken.
1: <laughs>
0: Glurp's right. One good blow to Ed from Bakersfield could make this match a funeral. Skeletaris advances again, but Ed from Bakersfield judo rolls away. Looks like he's just trying to avoid the fight now. The crowd doesn't like it. They want more action. I think he's just biting his time, waiting to find a weakness in his opponent.
1: He's completely outmatched. He's going to die a horrible death in
0: the ring. We won't have long to wait to find out. Ed from Bakersfield is squaring up, but Skeletaris tail vaults forward, landing dead center on Ed from Bakersfield, knocking him to the ground. Ed tries to spin free, but all Skeletaris turns, and grappling a leg twists Ed from Bakersfield into a tornado twister submission hold. Ed from Bakersfield is bucking in pain, screaming. Excellent. Skeletaris isn't known as a submission specialist. In fact, almost every match in the last seven years has been by knockout. What a shocking turn of events as Ed from Bakersfield rise in agony, looking for any way to escape the submission. As you know, listeners, you can only win by knockout, countout, or pinfall. No tapping out in this arena. Thus, submission holds are all about delivering pain to gain an advantage.
1: Pain is a good tactic, but I prefer blood loss.
0: The crowd might agree with you, Ashana. They want more. Ed from Bakersfield looks steely-eyed and is balling up his fists for one more attempt. Skeletaris twists that leg harder, but this time Ed from Bakersfield channels the pain into his fist, punching both into the mat below and lifting his upper body into the air. The pain must be excruciating. He pounds one fist forward, another fist. He's almost at the ropes. Another fist forward, he reaches out, almost. He's got it. Ed from Bakersfield grabs hold of the ropes and Phineas Gleam moves in, instructing Skeletaris to break the hold. No contact while on the ropes. Skeletaris isn't letting go. He's bearing down harder, twisting that leg, causing Ed from Bakersfield to howl in pain. But he's not letting go of that rope. The referee warns Skeletaris, begin counting, two, three, four, and Skeletaris drops the submission hold, stands and walks to the opposite corner, scowling.
1: This is a silly rule. In the Nebula trials, we don't let rope tricks win our battles.
0: Ed from Bakersfield pulls himself into the top corner, still on his knees trying to regain the strength just to stand. Skeletaris squats low on the opposite side, waiting for something. It moves forward slightly, still watching Ed from Bakersfield as he drops his hand to rub his sore leg, and oh, launches across the ring. Skeletaris with a cannon bash dive into the back of Ed from Bakersfield, who took his eyes off his opponent just for the blink of an eye, but that was all it took. Ed drops stunned and rolls out of the ring. Absolutely brutal attack.
1: I love it. It should be over now, soon. Listen to the little cyborg, Theseus, down but not out, just like you used to say when that hippo droid bit off your legs in the Battle for the Dog Star.
0: Battle for the Dog Star, an epic series between a thousand simultaneous combatants where Theseus beat more than 500 combatants before falling to the raging river terror Hipponauticon. I understand you had to stay submersed in regeneration fluid for two months. Disgusting stuff. (laughs) Let's talk about other things. I believe your fighter is stirring. He's right, folks. Ed from Bakersfield has picked himself up once again and is slowly climbing the steps to return to the ring. Skeletaris has moved to the opposite corner, squaring up again, perhaps for another charge. Ed from Bakersfield slides under the ropes and steps into the ring, but oh, that leg is still weak. He doubles over in pain. Skeletaris wastes no time, launches in charging, and oh my stars! Ed from Bakersfield, somersaults to the side, allowing Skeletaris to crash hard into the turnbuckle. Skeletaris is stunned!
1: (laughs) Delightful.
0: Ed from Bakersfield, moves to center ring, waits while Skeletaris regains his senses. I don't know why he's waiting. Seems like a missed opportunity. He's favoring one leg. He can't move very quickly on it. turns, his eyes have gone red. It moves to attack Ed from Bakersfield who is squatting one hand to the ground. Skeletaris raises his claws for a smash, but- Oh! oh! Yes! The ring has exploded in a cloud of bone dust just as Ed from Bakersfield landed a massive uppercut to Skeletaris' jaw while it was exposed. The dust is everywhere, we can't see a thing. Wait a minute. There's a shadow moving, is that Phineas? No wait, it's Ed from Bakersfield, still standing as the dust clears, and Skeletaris is down, he's not moving. The referee moves into check, calls for the bell, it's over! Your winner by knockout, Ed from Bakersfield! Spectacular match and shocking turn of events as underdog Ed from Bakersfield goes to the edge of defeat to the thrill of victory. Exciting match!
1: I didn't really think the little fella can pull it off. I'm disappointed there was so little blood.
0: I'm not sure Skeletaurus has any blood in there to lose. Theseus Oshana, thank you for joining us. Always exciting to have Legends of the Business drop by. It's good to see you again, Max. You should come back to the Fightatorium. Maybe we could have a match, for old time's sake.
1: You would flatten this verbose little man into a bloody pool of plasma. I approve, please proceed.
0: Um, well, okay, maybe just once. Join us next time for the final match of the first round when the Galactic Battle Championship continues, where the mysterious demonium specter from the Sombrero Galaxy, Mr. Sirius, takes on the shape-changing, flying horror from Hoag's object, Mothula. This is Maximilian Zebo and my partner Glurp, wishing you a good night and keep the pulsars in your sights.